This is the first uh, episode of Manked, which I hope to be a weekly roundtable discussion of the great film uh, Mank 2020 director David Fincher. Um, I know that this feed uh, used to belong to uh, the podcast Nailed. Um, I have been asked to not return to that podcast, um, which has created a lot of um, awkwardness when when one has a live-in podcast partner, as I do. Um, it just it just creates a lot of awkwardness and, and hostility. But things things are good. Things are still good. But any anyway, we're moving on from nailed. That is, it's nothing to me now. And this is manked. So this is the podcast I really always wanted to do, and I I wanted to ask my best friends, um, fellow mankheads, to join me in, in a in a weekly mank discussion. So uh, I thought maybe we could go around the horn and uh, sh- what what should we do? Should we introduce ourselves in like our mank bona fides? Uh yeah sure. All right. Uh, that voice you just heard was um. Well, wh- why don't, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, I'm Adam. Uh, I previously podcast hosted a podcast with uh, Blake called Shelf Life all about toy collecting and I kind of like a re- kind of like a shelf life reunion almost yeah yeah it it uh kind of is um I've I've got my mank custom action figures here I unfortunately can't show them off but we'll we'll post some on uh uh nailed pod we're ch- we're changing that username over on Instagram to uh, at mank pod we'll I want Blake to pull out his old uh it used to be all spare batman heads but now it's all spare mank yeah. heads that he's yeah I had to it's use it's really hard to get the mank head right well, who do you who I, do you use for your mank? Well, I found an old Fifth Element uh, line of action figures. There you go. Yeah, uh, yeah. I actually use uh, Commissioner Gordon. It's way better. It, oh, it's way closer. You know what? You got me. <laughs> that's a, that's a much better one to start. Mine has <laughs> mine has like a customs. Mine has a, a skull like a, a skull shield covering half of his forehead. So uh, <laughs> doesn't work as Although, well. Although the age of Gordon is a little off because Mank is supposed to be 21, 22 <laughs> in this film. <laughs> something like that yeah fresh out of fresh out of college fresh out of the university so how many uh how many times have you seen uh mank adam um if you don't count it playing on my tv currently only <laughs> about only about four or five okay well okay so lo- basically a mank virgin do you really have it on right now oh yeah 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 of course it's at the okay. uh it's at the part where we- he's drinking right now um but I have turned it into a bit of a, a drinking game when I watch Mink. So, Mink, <laughs> Mink, uh, Mink. Excuse me. So you know it's hard to it's hard to know the exact number of times I've seen the movie because I usually am out by the end uh, of it. So uh, okay, yeah, that's a good. That's the correct answer. That's yeah. the real Mink fan answer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Us Mink boys you, know what's up. You play the Mink drinking game until until you vomit just like our boy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, who else we? By the way, I just I changed who the else, scenario. Who else do we got? <laughs> I I changed the improv scenario, and we are now uh, in, all in a living room together. This is live. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, so we're okay. all watching. Uh, we, we're all watching Mank. Yes, there's a a nice big screen. We're all watching Mank together. It's on mute, but captions on. There's a nice bear skin rug and a roaring fire. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. It's how we it's how we typically enjoy movies together is front of in in yeah. front of the uh front wait of the fire. wait is is the bit that, that we're in front of the fire or that's what's happening on TV 
No, there's a fireplace that's separate from the TV. Okay, They're right, not- right. And we're we're all on the bearskin rug together watching the TV in yeah, front of the fireplace. Um, right. We're I- all on our bellies, uh, ha- head in our hands, looking up. What are our What are our legs doing? They're dangling in the oh, air. Of course, we've got them. Nothing, mm-hmm. nothing but socks on those feet, yeah. and they're, yeah, they're they're waggling around. <laughs> Josh, welcome, to, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. How many times have you seen Mank? Mank, Mank. I have seen Mank uh, one time, but I saw it in a oh, movie man. theater. Really? Yeah. Wait, really? Yes, yes, I did <laughs> with Adam. Uh, but I committed it all to memory then. <laughs> But I've and, had it. I've had it paused on my TV at the vomit scene because I want to get. It's been paused for about a year and three months. I want to get it embedded in my screen. It's interesting that you say you've committed it to memory because obviously, as mankheads, we all have the script memorized. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I've read the script. You said how many times have I seen it? And how many times have I read yeah, Jack well, Fisher's script? It's a. It's a lot. <laughs> Uh, classier to 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 read the script. Did yeah, you guys um, get the uh, the leather bound annotated av- uh, version of the the screenplay? I picked it up on Amazon recently for three forty nine ninety nine, and uh, I'm I've been really really happy with it so far. That's really reasonable. Yeah, yeah. I actually got a set used um, copy of the of the working script uh, uh, signed by uh, Gary Oldman's assistant. Oh, okay. So that was from eBay. But regarding the script, I, I thought it would be a treat for listeners, and I wondered if you two would join me in uh, reciting it word for word. <laughs> we don't have to do the whole movie, but just the first first few lines maybe of the movie it might be fun to recite it together. Why do I why do I have a feeling Josh hates bits like this? <laughs> like I I think he just he just wants to uh to riff and talk shit. We'll get, I don't know that he likes look, he likes uh, bits like we this. will we will get we'll get to that. Okay, but I want I'm having flashbacks to humor me. The shelf life. <laughs> oh my god! Look, shelf life was never this goofy. So don't even. Mm, you guys had some bits. Oh, uh, we kept it very straight and serious <laughs> on that podcast about toys. Yeah, that that was an adult podcast. Um, oh, this is for I, kids. Well, this is a Mank kids cast. These guys. These guys are being humble and they're being shy, and I'm. I'll say the first word or so, and you can join me in, <laughs> in re- reciting the script. Um, okay, so uh, you know, exterior day, whatever. Hello, my. You saying it with me? Yeah, my name, name is is Mank. Oh, it's and oh, it's <laughs> right. And and I, I wrote wrote citizen. The <laughs> wait, citizen, yeah, the citizen Kane Kane with with or my Orson best, Orson it, my, my best, best Orson friend, my best Orson my best, well, my best no, Orson. friend alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, For... yeah, and then there's the whole. Oh. Yeah, that's that's good enough. I that that's I, enough to prove to me that you're both real uh, mank heads. Clearly, and, the uh, shooting script is a little bit different than the uh, yeah. Ori- you know, mine the, mine doesn't have some of the changes that might have been in yeah yeah the, the leather bound that you got. Well, we we got pretty close there. Yeah, that was the first ten or twelve pages. 
right? That's basically how the movie goes. So what do you what do you guys think of how many you know Academy Award noms this this sucker racked up? What do we what do we really think about that? Well, I think it's it's the worst crime. It's the worst assault the Academy Awards have ever seen <laughs> yeah. on stage. It's like they might as well have just walked up to David Fincher and slapped him in the face. Right. That's how insulting this was. Mid mid introductions to best documentary. I where am I going with this? I'm trying to make this <laughs> No, no, I, I have you totally guys heard know this? Have you guys heard this? Will Smith uh, slapped Chris Rock. <laughs> hey, hey, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Have you guys heard this latest news? Uh, by the time this podcast drops, that news, that, that, uh, what do you call it? Dialogue, uh, disc, the discourse. Yeah, the discourse I think will be will be totally done on that. Uh, we'll I'm going to tell you something. To- it absolutely will not be. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's so? here's the thing. No. It, People are going to. It will not be done, but it should have ended uh, yes. like twenty four to forty eight hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we've we've stopped talking about the war in Europe. Like, how I long? Mean, yeah, war is over. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> we should be happy. Well, okay, so the war came along to end the pandemic, and then uh, Will Smith came along to end the war. <laughs> right. I mean, a no, real insult would have been the, the real insult to. Hollywood would have been if he'd gone up there drunk and vomited right on his feet. That that's a real sign of disrespect right yeah. there. In reality, Mank earned ten nominations. That's the a most. Lot. The most of any movie I, that year. Uh yeah, for winning how many did, hang on, how many did it win? None? Uh probably did one best well one best Mank. I know that. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh most black and white, maybe? Uh <laughs> Oh, it won best production design, best cinematography. That's best black and white. That's it. Just two. Just two. That is it. Lost to to everything. I mean, it won two, but it's still an insult. Two out of ten. Come on. And nomination for score. I've got to bring it up. Oh yeah, what was the better score? What kind of snubbery is that? Wait, was it nominated for score? I can't even find score. Hang on, I think it was. Wait, did they get rid of score? No, score. It was nominated for score. Okay. Yeah, the here it winner, is. The winner oh, was Trent Reznor. One. <laughs> right. Yeah, you can't hate so, that. Yeah. This was the the year that Trent Reznor was up for two scores, <laughs> um, and the cartoon movie won. Wow. I said they should have given it to both. They should have made Mank a cartoon. They should have. They should have made him a special Oscar with two heads. Yeah. I don't know why they don't do more of that, recognizing people's achievements by just adding heads to the <laughs> Oscar. Like, okay, this is what, you know how some people have way too many Oscars. They should give you one base body <laughs> when you get your first, and then it's like a Build-A-Figure. Now yeah, we're just doing just, shelf life. Yeah. <laughs> no, but no, they just keep, they just keep uh, melting heads onto that sucker. That's what they and should do like, to punish Will Smith, is just break the head off his Oscar. He can keep it, but oh, no more heads. Yes, but it's headless. Meryl Meryl Streep's shelf should look like she's got a golden human centipede just going right across <laughs> it. Yeah, but like you you put all these heads and limbs, and then like on your tenth, you get like a, a a ride, a motorcycle, or something for the Oscar. 
Oh yeah, yeah. that That'd would be, be great. Fucking sick. Mm-hmm. And then like a playset. Yep, yep. A whole display. Techno drone. <laughs> you said that with so much conviction. I've never heard anyone say techno drone with. You Not said for it so much. That much conviction. I'm saying you're so. <laughs> yeah, uh, we've talked. We've talked to John Arnett before. I think you have heard that. Oh, those turts. Speaking of techno drums and the the films of uh, another David. Uh, Mamet. I think you know who I'm talking about. That's right, <laughs> David Mamet. Was he canceled, by the way? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, big time. What did Mamet do? He loves Trump. Oh, Oof. How does, how does that happen? He's one of those guys who took a... He, he's one of those 9-11 guys who, after 9-11, they had lost their mind and became conservatives. Bill Maher and Dennis... Le- or like Dennis, Dennis Miller. Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very similar yeah, yeah, trajectory. Yeah, yeah. No, Bill Maher didn't lose his mind. He got way smarter. That after- <laughs> Bill Maher has not. Bill Maher. Listen, listen. <laughs> I don't want to be a Bill Maher defender, but he has not changed. It's the liberals that have changed. <laughs> anyway. I mean. It, it, it is funny because it is absolutely true that he has shown no personal growth in his right, life ever. Right. That, <laughs> and that, that's, that part, to him, that that's virtue. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the I've same no person growth. I was when I was a child <laughs> It is the liberals. It is the liberals that no longer think partying at the Playboy Mansion is okay (laughs) and good. Uh, Let's see what else we got. You were going to say something about a a director named David. Oh yeah, and then I I was kind of like uh, uh, floundering because I forgot the fucker's last name. Um, David Leary, Dennis Leary's brother. My. What is wrong with my brain these days? You're getting too old. It's happening to me constantly. Does it happen? Is it no, you're just stupid, just Blake. You specifically are stupid. <laughs> Jeez. I'm, always, I'm the himbo on every podcast. Um, someone asked. Uh, someone asked. I'm, I'm saying, telling this with uh, this anecdote with respect in our Discord, if himbo was um, a, a Missouri regionalism. Because he hadn't heard it used before. Oh, someone asked you that. Okay, I thought you were asking. Yeah, someone asked me that, and I was like, "No, uh, just just a stupid, stupid thing we like to say." Uh, but but it's not regional, is, right? Is, they say is, it everywhere. No, don't they? it's not. Is Mank a himbo? He was the first himbo, I think. Well, while you're trying to think of uh, David Gordon Green's name, um, <laughs> I have a fun fact about uh, David Fincher, the director of, of Mank. And I know you'll appreciate this as a sci-fi fan, but not many people know this outside of myself because I am probably the biggest film buff to exist. But David Fincher, director of Mank, also directed Alien Cubed, which, uh, like I said, not many people know. It's not well-known film history that uh, he had a very successful run as director on that film. <laughs> Yes, and he's that's one he's very very proud of. He said, "Make my name bigger on the DVD." They uh, instead of calling the alien uh, "Big Chap," they call it "Big Dave" because he was so proud of uh, <laughs> proud to be associated with that film. Everyone hated Fincher so much by the end of it. They were just yeah, they were calling the monster Dave. <laughs> Big Dave. What happened on that on that film that made him so mad? Huh? I don't know. They fucked with it too much. He's, I yeah. think he's just afraid of aliens. he's like me and josh just got a phobia it's it's i i think it's i went on a ride at uh mgm studios at disney and they had alien on that like the alien thing and scared me and so i think how old how old Uh, like seven eight maybe ten at the most okay that's um scary stuff and i think 
he probably went on that ride, got scared, said, let me make the movie so he could kill them, and then got scared. Here's the thing, though, Josh. I like that theory. I'm pretty sure, I don't know, we might have to work out the timing on this, but I'm pretty sure that ride uses a scene from Alien 3. In it, like it's not, it's not a scene from Alien or Aliens. I think it's actually a scene from Alien Three on that ride. Are you saying I that could... I was scared at a much older age? <laughs> no, I'm just saying because isn't Alien Three the one where she's like bald never... and sweaty and the aliens like in her face? Ninety-two. It... Shit. Yes, uh, you're probably right, Adam. That's correct. <laughs> never yep. mind. That's he did correct. it to scare me. That's why he made it. No, you're probably right. Yeah, that's what he's like. I need children to be afraid of this. Okay, never mind. R- I would have been at 11. <laughs> R.I.P. that ride, by the way. It's gone now, I believe. Oh, no. That's a good ride. A classic. Oh, wait, no. I was scared of it. <laughs> Do you think they just replaced the aliens with a different monster and repurposed it's, the ride? It they, is absolutely an inside-out ride or some shit now where it's just <laughs> like you're riding around looking at people's emotions and just seeing very depressed children. <laughs> They replaced it yeah. with Natasha Hentridge from Species. They're like, we need a sexier alien <laughs> on this ride. I didn't like that leprechaun in space ride, Mom. <laughs> um, can we talk about Best Supporting Actress nominee 2020, Amanda Seyfried, for a moment? Who was robbed of her little golden statue that year. Is anyone else watching her current vehicle, The Dropout? I cannot keep up with all the shows about premium Hulu grifted right now. (laughs) Uh, I can't get enough. I can't get enough of it. She lost. You have to see her performance. Okay, I'll watch it. I like her. Her, Adam, you haven't seen it? No, sir. I have got so burned out on streaming services and trying to keep up with all that stuff that I I have just given up and am watching old, old TV now. I've there's lots I haven't seen, but we are watching that because her performance is so fucking nutty and and buck wild. And it's mainly that the person she's portraying was buck wild. But the things she's doing with her voice and her face. I thought you'd all seen it and we'd have a fun conversation. Can I go back to say no, I haven't seen it because I only watch because my TV is uh, frozen on Mank. I can't watch anything. (laughs) Mank is stuck in the uh, in the DVD player. <laughs> yeah, my DVD of Mank. Someone, uh, this is completely boring stuff, but uh, my job is currently going through a uh, merger, uh, a large merger, and so we're having to like find a way to combine all these various things for these two companies. And I'm a writer, of course, and so we have a new style guide that they're preparing and revising or whatever. And in one of the examples for style, and I don't even know what this was indicating style wise but one of the examples was uh he put the cd in the player (laughs) and i was like wow they're really sticking with very uh modern and topical uh examples for this well you don't use cds anymore uh not often no i'm trying to think of the last time i used a cd (laughs) i don't know that i have anywhere to load a cd i guess my dvd player i have very few places my playstation won't accept a cd which i found out and was upset about Oh, that's weird. I bet the PlayStation 3 does. I think it did. And then with the 4, Sony was just like, no, fuck this. Blu-rays only. 
Well, sorry I started talking about work. I feel like that really brought everything down. Yeah, it's really, it really bummed me out. But I did think of the name, and it's David Cronenberg. <laughs> <laughs> imagine if imagine if Mank was having sex in a car. <laughs> Mank, but he slowly turns into a bottle of alcohol. <laughs> and William Randolph Hearst is drinking him. That's how it ends. Watch that Dead Ringers. That was a weird one. I actually watched that pretty recently, although I might have been a bit um, under the influence, and I don't really remember it hardly at all, but I know I did watch it recently. It's one of those, you need to be under the influence to understand that. Uh, No, it's it's not that Cronenberg-y, except suddenly there's a dream sequence with a horrifying spoilers, by the way. Just out of nowhere, a dream sequence with a horrible Cronenberg monster effect. <laughs> that's just, And it's the only thing that's like that in the movie. It's just like, what the fuck? I also watched Videodrone recently, which is incredibly Cronenberg-y, but in like yes. the worst kind of way. The most. It's doing the most Cronenberg. Yeah. Like too much, like over Cronenberg-y. I also watched... Um, Oh, what was it? The Dead Zone, which wasn't very Cronenberg-y, but it's also not his material. Yeah, he probably wasn't able to, didn't have as much uh, pull on that one. Trying to find out if Gary Oldman has ever been in a Cronenberg movie. It doesn't look like it. I'm going to say no. No, it doesn't look like it. Wait, did did Cronenberg direct Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy? No, that was... I like how I, there was a moment, like, we were like, mm, yeah. Let's, <laughs> I wanted to be clear, that was the dumbest thing I could think of, and then everyone was... <laughs> like everyone was, was really that. considering it, like, hmm, did he direct <laughs> Tinker Tailor's Soldier Spy? That's a great question. Mank was nominated for Best Makeup and Hairstyling. Pretty good hairstyling and makeup on the, the marching band uh, costume, worn by... Uh, Trying to look up her character name now. I know, I know it. Marion, Marion Davies. Yeah, Marion Davies. Marion Davies, the great. Marian yeah, Davies. the great silent film star. <laughs> so I'm going to say this now to prevent myself from doing it later because I have decided not to commit to this bit. But when we were doing the uh, the screenplay reading, I was at some point going to scream "Everyone" as loud as I can, which is a reference to. <laughs> Gary Oldman screaming everyone in uh oh shit what's that movie come on oh Leon the Leon the Professional oh I haven't seen that in a very long time I don't know if you remember that he's in the hallway and he just it's it's the only reason I think of it is because Alamo uses it sometimes during their like shut the hell up uh (laughs) thing before the movie starts Uh where they're like who should be quiet during the movie and then it just cuts to gary oldman screaming everyone so loud it's great they should get mank to do one of those like the actual person herman j mankowitz (laughs) why (laughs) why doesn't he make more appearances as mank yeah i he could be really writing why don't they have a mank ride at disney Oh my God! Could you imagine? It has to be a rights thing. Be. That's the only reason that there's not a mank ride. The Orson Welles estate is like no. It's it's the it's basically a simulation of the car wreck where he breaks his leg, and it's Mister Mank's <laughs> wild ride. 
Can I tell you guys a Mr. Toad's wild ride story? So my parents took... Absolutely. I'm jumping in without permission. Um, (laughs) Our parents took us to Disney World uh, when we were very young children. And we went on Mr. Toad's wild ride. And my dad rode with me and my mom rode with my sister. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with that ride, but it's on a track and it like spins you around and does all sorts of goofy shit. Like you're just really lost control of this car. Mm -hmm. And we got off the ride and my dad just started doing this bit that I was the worst driver he's ever seen and he's never going to ride with me again. <laughs> but he, he committed to it so uh, so solidly. I started crying in the middle of Disney World because I was like, I kept like trying to explain, no, it wasn't me. I wasn't doing that. But he just oh would God. not back down that I was a terrible <laughs> driver. Anyway, just one of the many ways my dad gaslit and abused me. <laughs> How old were you? So you're saying he... he I was probably, God, maybe five or six at the time or something. 16. Man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. About 18 years old. You were... It was my graduation present. (laughs) (laughs) So he can commit to the bit and really sell it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, mean, to a five-year-old. He had had five-year-old Adam convinced I was a real shitty driver. I mean, are you are you angry that he's not here instead of me because you feel like he commits better to bits? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I well, I don't think you don't commit to bits. I just think you are not as big of a fan of certain types. (laughs) Don't don't just commit to certain things. What are the what are the types of bits that Josh? No, let's read the last page of the screenplay together, guys. (laughs) (laughs) No, Mank, don't walk there. I just, I just don't think Josh likes silly bits in general. I think he likes to just uh, talk shit, basically, is <laughs> yes. what I think Josh likes to do. <laughs> and he's a great storyteller. Josh is one of the best storytellers I've ever met. But he doesn't like bits where we uh, improv a, a screenplay reading. <laughs> I just don't we know what have... to do. <laughs> you just stay out of my way, man. <laughs> uh, it's... I. <laughs> It's like when, okay, I got, I got, uh, I was telling a story the other day. When I got called up on stage to the skinny improv, to, oh, I was just wasted. And uh, this was at Arts Fest. And uh, the worst thing you can do with an improv team is try to be funny. And yeah. they asked me to name a type of exercise. And I said, Kegel. Oh man, nice. that's so nice. bad. I'm so <laughs> embarrassed. That's uh, I can't believe you said that. And they yeah. said, "I think I heard jumping jacks." And then I had to do jumping jacks. <laughs> Was it supposed to be like clean or no? Yeah, they were doing it for arts festival, like for all the people there. And the for skinny families. improv is just okay. clean in general. You tried to make it filthy. Come on. <laughs> yeah, terrible <laughs> eagle. No, you you say yes and like we start doing. I mean, they should have started doing Kegel exercises then. Exact. They are they're the bad one. They're the ones who are not professional in Although, that situation. You know, as I'm I'm working the biology out in my head, jumping jacks probably not a terrible Kegel exercise. I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> How much time has this killed so far? <laughs> I'm at thirty six minutes. Hey, let me ask you this. Okay. Yeah. Uh to bring us back to toys. Yeah, because that was the topic at hand. <laughs> it was one of the many options we were given. I looked up the best-selling toys on Amazon. I was just going to ask you if you guys could guess the best-selling toy. 
of all time? No, oh. current. I hate oh, okay. these. I hate these types of questions because my mind always goes to action figures. I'm gonna go to action mi- figure category next. As as a middle aged man, but it always ends up being something like, I don't know, Bratz ponies or something. <laughs> I saw some uh, Bratz. I saw some Bratz ponies on Twitter earlier, and I don't know if the, it was like a fan made thing or if it's a legit thing. But they were horrifying. Yeah, I was gonna say there's Bratz ponies now, like with giant heads. Um, Probably not, but maybe. The best-selling toy right now is the uh, Ghost Band uh, <laughs> Papa Emeritus <laughs> yeah. uh, figure by yeah. Super 7. Oh, definitely. Uh, no, it's a mini Dyson vacuum cleaner for kids. What oh. the fuck? <laughs> like, all of the all of the top toys are shit like that. Like, uh, well, there's Pokemon cards, but it's just Play-Doh. Just very generic, like, bunny oh, stuff, bunny, stuff like that. Do you guys <laughs> consider Pokemon cards or any sort of trading card a toy? No. Pokemon cards, maybe, because, well, I think this is toys and games. I'm sorry, it's toys and games. Okay. And that's well, a that game. makes that... more sense. Where would you put baseball yeah. cards? A collectible. Why didn't they yeah. make Mank cards? You know, remember, or Mank sticker books. I would love that. I can't believe they didn't cash in. <laughs> Did you say you had stuff on Mank merch? Me? No. I was going to try to think of some stuff. I'm I'm legit pissed there's not more Mank merch. Did you did you have sticker books for movies as kids? I probably had. Uh, I know I had some sticker books. I don't remember specifically what Dick Tracy, Tracy maybe. Probably yeah, Dick Tracy, Batman maybe, 1989. Batman Forever is the last one I remember having and too old for me to be having that. Yeah. Because I was masturbating to it. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, Josh, Josh, I'm gonna have to censor the joke. <laughs> I will. Why? Not. <laughs> Wait, which one did you say? Batman Forever. Batman Forever. So I was 12 going into third. Like I'd had it for a Bat- year. Batgirl. So, no, Bat- Batgirl. I, I was trying to think if there were even two, uh, two oh, principal no. Drew Barrymore uh, and cast members. Sugar and oh, Spice. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. Batgirl's not in that one. Yeah, you're right. No, Sean and Doctor Chase Meridian. Is that her name? Yeah. Did I get that right? I think you got it. I okay. think that's right. Yeah. So and, your your parents uh, are like, Josh, Jones. why uh, is Sugar and Spice and Chase Meridian all on one page of the sticker book? <laughs> they have the, it wasn't, they have I wasn't page. jacking off to Don't the stickers. Like they had like full length photos of them next to where you put the stickers. Okay. Oh, I thought you were getting ready okay. to say you were putting them in the like, because didn't the sticker books have like, uh, like scenes that you put the stickers in? Like some of them. Yeah. To, yeah. to make them look like they were having action sequences. It tells like the story if you go straight through. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Spoilers. That for was the whole probably movie. a good. That was probably a good indication when I was a child that I might have been slightly OCD. Is because it would really bother me if I saw other people's sticker books because you know kids just go ham on those things and just put that shit everywhere and yeah. it would really really bother me. Like none oh, of this makes sense. Yeah. It doesn't. These are not in. Right, right. These are not in logical places. I cannot handle this sticker book. You you buy your first pack of uh, Return of the Jedi stickers, and it's uh, Vader dying? Never mind. I don't know what happens to that movie. Just... <laughs> There's Ewoks. When does he say, I'm your father? <laughs> that's, 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 that's the Empire one. Strikes Back. Okay, there you go. You just slap that in the beginning. But Adam would be like, this is all wrong. There are two Darth Vaders on this page. That yep. makes no sense. Why would Absolutely. there be two Darth Vaders? Yep, you know me so well. I know, I think I was kind of like that too, a little bit. 
speaking of sticker books you could jack off to, Return of the Jedi. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, Josh has told us before he likes he liked the the female action figures for I think yeah, that's, for prurient reasons. Did did you send? Did someone send something recently about? It's Boys? Todd McFarlane. Here we go, guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's talk listeners, about this shit. Listeners, settle in. It's time for the Todd McFarlane portion of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, regu- regular nailed listeners have not tuned out by now. <laughs> <laughs> this is a regular portion of the Manx, the Manx cast. <laughs> right. This is a Manx segment weekly. Because uh, we want yeah, Todd so- McFarlane to make a Manx figure. That's why it's relevant. Yes. So what's funny about this is I don't think that this was any sort of like major... Uh, like news story that broke necessarily. It was just a guy on Twitter that found a video, like an interview video recently where Todd McFarlane was basically explaining why he primarily makes uh, male action figures. And he goes into kind of this long rant about how, uh, how like boys want male action figures and they want the, the main heroes, which would also explain why he makes 8,000 Batmans to every one other character. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, and he, he is like, what do you think will happen if a boy on, on Christmas day opens a present and it's a girl action figure? He's like, I don't know all the reasons that serial killers are made, but I know that's probably close to one of them. He says something like that. That's majorly paraphrasing, but of course that, that went viral and, and everyone's like, what the, is he talking about and then all these toy collectors are showing all their female action figures and yeah anyway that's the i love that that i think his main problem was he he starts out his his line of logic starts out think of your average toy loving child he walks down the toy aisle (laughs) oh he looks (laughs) it's like okay so you've you've assumed boy only boy equals human I mean, it really does, like, I don't know, though, if you see his DC line of action figures especially, like, all of that makes complete sense, because that is his yeah. his absolute uh, business model for, it, clearly that's what he's thinking of more than anything, is does, the little boys that only want boy action figures. Does McFarlane have any uh, female characters that are iconic in any way that I would know? Of his own, his own yes, creation? Yes, he's created. <laughs> his own IP? No, hell no. I don't okay. think so. Well, there's no, probably that, that some, may be wrong. Um, I mean, does Spawn, Spawn have the stuff? A love interest, but it would just be like Spawn's I, girl or something, right? In I think there wasn't there an angel Angela or something from Spawn. Am I right on that? Sure, sounds right. I'm guessing if okay. we have to think about it, or if you guys have to think about it that much, there's not. And not I it. I think there actually I think he might have even made recently a a woman smart Spawn character. <laughs> what and it. It's actually called Woman Spawn. That's <laughs> yeah, actual yeah. name. He made the shittiest possible character and then didn't sell. He's like, see, what did I tell you? Uh, yeah, Je- <laughs> yeah, Jessica Priest. I don't know. I don't really want to dig too deep in, no, <laughs> into whether this, people, this is boring. People are reaching for the, the off switch on their Yeah, they're popping the CD device. out of their they're like, players. I came here for Mank. What is this Spawn <laughs> bullshit? Give me more Mank, they said. Did you all know that the the full Mank soundtrack has 87 tracks? Uh, is that true? Yes, I'm not making that up. <laughs> Trent. I'm How many plays does a t- d- does the top track have and what is it? Oh, you don't have Spotify. Okay. Let me check 80, Spotify. The 87 <laughs> number includes bonus tracks. The so that is 
exaggerated. The actual number is only 52. Yeah, I'm only okay. 52. I'm, I'm seeing that on the Wikipedia page now. Total length, an hour and 32 minutes. I don't know how to find listens, and you'd be shocked that Mank is I, not in Reznor <laughs> and Ross's top 10. Although Soul, no. Soul is. So maybe... Soul, Soul is what stole the Oscar from, yeah. from Mank. Um, my wife and I have been upset for, for literal years now. Someone teased a Mank box set of vinyl online one day uh, a couple years back, and it, it never uh, became a reality. I'm not uh, sure if that person was trolling. Was it just someone in the Discord? No, no, no. Okay. It was like it was on. Tw- it was either Twitter or Reddit. Someone was like, "Look what I got! Uh, I was sent a promotional, or I don't know." Someone claimed they got a promotional Mank box set of vinyl, and it was like this big, nice, well-designed box. Never, never made available to the public. Was it? Was it a thing like a screen? Not a screener, but something where they did like make a promotional thing like as they, part of the they like, sent it to the uh, golden globe voters right right exactly as part of their academy campaign it or may something. have been yeah it may have been that it may have been just you know yeah like screeners they were just sending these things out but it has your name printed on it so you can't give it away adam what's your favorite track from the mer the mink soundtrack um I really like uh, Marion's Exit. That's track number 31. I know it off the top of my head. Oh, nice. <laughs> yes. Uh, and really, it is one of the longer tracks at three minutes and 18 seconds. Uh, and it's just pure bliss of Marion's Exit. I really like the Organ Grinder's Monkey. Mm, okay. <laughs> Comes in at 225, track 49. Did anyone else uh, get through the first 11 tracks like, oh, this is really good, and then get to that track 12 and see it was called Cowboys and Indians and just immediately uh, pull that yeah, this... pull that uh, vinyl right off there? Yeah. <laughs> now this, we have to keep in mind that this film was, this is about an era where that was okay to say. Well, agree to disagree. A lot, <laughs> a lot of... A lot of things were okay to say in the 40s, you know? And it was considered manly to drink until you pu- publicly vomited. That's just going to be the scene that... It's the only scene I can recall right now. <laughs> Do you know what I I am kind of envious of? I don't know. I don't know that this would be something I would, like, love all the time. But the idea that their parties are almost like like public forums where it's just everyone kind of sitting around debating each other. Like I'm okay. not saying I, I, it, it looks fun when everyone's being clever and witty in a movie. <laughs> I guarantee okay, you. That's fair. That's fair. If you've been in like a, a college, uh, political science class with one obnoxious guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know exactly how it's going to go. Yeah. Just just two boisterous people just talking over each other constantly. The, the worst two people there won't shut up. <laughs> yeah. It's always the worst. And, and everyone else is just having private, quiet conversations to themselves. like <laughs> Mostly about how much they hate the other two people. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Sometimes it's just one loud dude who will just kind of have a, a thing with himself and doesn't even need anyone to validate him. He'll just keep going. Well, he needs to explain yeah. his ideas on libertarianism. Uh, it's like it's like that stand-up comedian in, at the AMC in Burbank. Did you guys see that video? No. Oh yes, 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 yes. So apparently oh, the oh, God. 
the the power went out at the AMC in Burbank last week, and one of the uh, movie patrons decided to take it on themselves to oh get in God. front of the get in front of the theater and do their stand up act. Oh, <laughs> and it their type is five. it is uh, exactly it was like a as terrible. 15. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh Jesus! It was exactly as terrible as you would would think. There <laughs> at was, one point. She's singing opera. Uh, what? She's doing like a witch's voice at some point. Why was opera part of it? There's voice work here. <laughs> and then somebody said, please end our misery. And <laughs> she didn't take the heckling very well either. Just did not uh, did not take that very well. She didn't do, uh, uh, hey, uh, I don't come to the place where you work. And, uh, <laughs> and then the person says, this is not where you work. This is a movie theater. Actually, this is not even a joke, Blake. Uh, apparently, the woman who said, please end our misery was an, was an Asian woman. Uh-huh. And the comedian said, so, like, in their their clap back said something like i've never seen a racist asian before oh my god was part of their in was it's part not of their even insult. a joke <laughs> right right just uh and and i'm not sure i i don't want to assume the comedian's uh ethnicity but she reads very white so i'm not sure exactly what <laughs> no, yeah what I, evidence white coded yeah very bizarre <laughs> anyway well but, I but her, try to her, try to find that viral viral a bit her response okay. to it was, I'm a single mom. I was there with my kid, and I don't have enough time. I wanted to make my kid laugh, and I don't have enough time. It's hard for me as a single mother to f- find time to go out and do stand-up. So this was a chance, which is a very funny defense of forcing a bunch of people to watch you do stand-up. Well, maybe, maybe you're attacking single mothers by not enjoying my opera. Also, we all worked at a movie theater together when we were children, What's the protocol for you can't really. So the movie's off. You can't really do anything about that. That's being fixed. But somebody in the audience just decides to start entertaining everybody. What's the protocol for that? I I can, I I don't tell you based on (laughs) uh, the passion of the Christ. You have to, when they, when they get up after the movie and start preaching to people, you have to go stop them. Oh, wow. This happened. Yes. And I had, Normally, in those kind of situations, I uh, am too nervous to do anything, but I was so angry at the guy <laughs> that I made him stop. Listen, in a in a Passion of the Christ crowd, though, I feel like the worst person in that crowd is already still at least partially Christ-curious. So, <laughs> why are you preaching to that crowd, you know? They, your- now, if he had... If they had run out and started preaching to uh, uh, whatever else was out around then, Jackass 2, maybe, I don't know, <laughs> then that would have made more sense. Yeah, they also were handing out, like, so, some people would be handing out literature when that was out. They, I mean, and you're he... right, they should have been coming to the theater and handing out literature in tracks when it wasn't, the when Christians hadn't taken over the theater. <laughs> Right. Did he act? Was he really angry at you, Josh, and accuse you of persecution? He, I mean, he was the loudest, most obnoxious church dad, like that type of guy. <laughs> do Do any of us have have one of those? That <laughs> a, a church, church home? dad, uh, a, a loud la- church dad. Oh. Um, <laughs> you know, come to think of it, I think I might have a loud church dad. <laughs> I don't. I. I'm sorry. Just when you said the phrase "loud church dad," <laughs> yeah, uh, popped into my mind immediately. Is a literal celebrity at his church. Uh, even if wow. people don't know his name, they know that guy. 
they know the the a man guy that will just like get up and walk up and down the aisles flinging his his handkerchief around <laughs> is he has he found a more charismatic church these days uh, i don't think he kind of shit is tolerated no the the church has has warmed to that more despite <laughs> despite he, he and he has had many confrontations over the years where people have just been like you're doing the devil's work and running people out of this church with your <laughs> behavior oh my god and i'm but guessing has for not the most part, slowed him down are, no, no, not at all. It sped him up. It it does hurt his feelings, though, and it's the only time that I, like, start to feel a little bit closer to my father. So I'm like, I get it, Dad. Sometimes oh. it feels like everyone hates you. Does does oh, he feel no. like he's part of the production of the service? I honestly don't know <laughs> what it is. I mean... I have many theories that I've probably expressed privately, and I probably wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't want to express them here. But uh, but yeah, right I, here I, on Manked. <laughs> I mean, I, I realize that Mank. Can I say the world's number one Mank podcast? <laughs> easily, uh, easily. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Do you think that we can get Amanda Seafried on the podcast? Yeah, I. <laughs> I'll DM her. Calls. Uh, yeah. Come back for episode two, where we have. Oh man, damn it! I was going to try and find. I was going to try and find the obscure actor that played his brother's name, but couldn't find it fast <laughs> enough. So the joke has been dropped. She she'd assume we were calling about dropout press or something, but she'd be like, <laughs> no, we want to we want to circle back to Mank. <laughs> Let's talk about Mank. You were robbed for. I'll, right. I'm going to break that off an Oscar and give it to you. Can I uh, at least plug dropped on the podcast? No, no, no. We just need Mank talk on this one. Thanks. <laughs> We're very, very firm that we talk about nothing other than Mank on Mank. Her, so her voice on the dropout, she does this low, just doing low modulation. Holmes. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. But it ends up sounding like surfer dude. It's just, I don't know. You just got to he- he- listen to it and get back to me. I need to talk about this. Okay. Can you do an impression of it? It's like I invented Theranos, and I—that's—that's that's the best okay. I can do. Something like that. Not—not not like Mean Girls. She's come a long way from that. Play that much. I don't know why I forget that she was in that. That was her breakout role, maybe. I guess. Just uh, sitting here, staring at this uh, Gary Oldman wiki- Wikipedia page, <laughs> and did not realize he did voices for. The video games Call of Duty and The Legend of Spyro. (laughs) Some fun Gary Oldman trivia there. Two prestige games of equal weight. (laughs) Uh, Other other canceled men who've who've worked in Call of Duty include, I believe, Kevin Spacey. Oh, oh yeah, he he did one of those. uh, He like full on mo capped it. Yeah, yeah. Man, someone. Uh, of course, people get so obnoxious about movies around Oscar time, but um, that picture that Ellen DeGeneres took of the selfie with all the <laughs> actors in it yeah. always like starts like out a bunch of faces on it. <laughs> right, right. I so of course it started showing up in my timeline all over the place on Sunday, but uh, yeah, I didn't. I did not remember that Kevin Sma- Spacey is tucked in the back there, just like with his uh, silly grin. Is Army Hammer in that one or no? Oh, I don't know. Oh, so many, so many canceled folk. Is he still kicking around? Because what happened to I, the cannibal he just, thing? He, he was, was just in Death, in Death Nile. <laughs> Death on the Nile. But that was like a weird thing where they didn't know how to market that because they didn't want to market 
did it uh, using him, even though he was one of the main uh, main characters. Wasn't he kicked off a of production in He's the been, wake of? I think they reshot something. Oh yeah, the Comedy by Your Name sequel. He was gonna be in. <laughs> oh God! Wait. I thought you were serious for a second. No, I was. I was trying to figure it out too. Uh, yeah, I, I was it's like, wait, isn't thing. there? A, yeah, yeah. Is that real? Yes. Uh, is it like a? There's another oh, book okay, set so the, later. Yeah. Okay. Um. So it's not. Here's, like, here's something to say about Army Hammer, though. <laughs> he was never a big enough star where most people would know him. You know what I mean? Like, our parents probably do not know who Army Hammer is. So. No one's going to a movie because it stars Army Hammer. So I don't think they really had to worry about marketing a movie because he was in it. Because no one really knows who he is. I may be wrong about that. No, I think that's right. I think there was probably a period where he got close to... Lone Ranger. The, I was going <laughs> to say Lone Ranger. They kept trying to make era. him happen. It never really... Yep. Yeah. It never really worked after... I mean, he's they, been in things, but... They wanted him to be. Uh, they wanted him to be a Chris Evans enchanting Tatum, okay, but yeah, there you he go. just was was never there. Who was the guy in Avatar that they tried to make happen? Sam Worthington. Oh, oh Sam Worthington. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They he keep... happened even less than Army Hammer happened. Oh yeah, yeah. But not uh, for lack of effort. My, right. I have that an was embarrassing. A... Army Hammer story. Can I Uh-oh. tell that? You, <laughs> yeah. You all might have heard it, but and I I can't believe I'm saying it uh, on the air because it. It's a situation in which I was wrong, but this also circles back to to Fincher. Um, you think after there's two the social network? <laughs> yeah. So this is something I said to my uh, my. She wasn't my wife then, but to Jessica, I was like, "So we see Army Hammer and and, and stuff now, uh, but why don't we ever see his twin?" <laughs> and, no, that's a good one. Sad. I was sadly. I was not making a joke. <clears throat> oh no! <laughs> I thought. I mean, look. I mean, he was convincing. Look, Army as two Hammer people. should come out now and be like, "Hey, that was all Army Hammer. I'm the twin." <laughs> what? What? What would be the twin's name? Arn- Andy. Andy Ar- Hammer. Navy Hammer. <laughs> Navy. Navy's funnier. Oh uh, no! 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 I disagree. <laughs> what did you say? Uh, I said Andy. I'm not saying Andy's funnier. Mine's hackier. I, I, that's what I was gonna say. Is Navy is a is a hackier? Yes, is a hackier you know. joke. I'm uh, I'm Army Hammer. Have you met my brother MC? Oh boy, <laughs> just groan, groan. Oh, God, this is my brother. This is the kind of improv I like. Sickle Sickleland. This is uh... um, this is my brother Kegel. That's a good good <laughs> improv humor. <laughs> Uh, the height, the, the height of comedy. Yeah, the skinny improv just shaking their heads at me and we should yeah. changing the name imagine, of the series to posting our L's online. I can't imagine the embarrassment of yelling out uh, Kegel in a crowd and it being followed by silence and being ignored. I didn't yell it out. I was brought on stage to be part of the oh. show. <laughs> it's like it's worse than that. Yeah. Uh. One time I went to see uh, the Mads, as in the uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 Mad Scientist, um, do a live show at a movie theater here in town. I went with Blake's wife and my uh, then roommate, and I got kind of... Dr- <laughs> I like how you said Blake's wife. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I got kind of drunk, and at, at the end, they were taking questions from people, and I stood up and said, will you write a Facebook post on my account? 
And they just very sincerely were like, no, we're not going to do that. And that was just kind of the end. And I am still embarrassed by that interaction to this day. Shut down. It's not fair because it would have been an easy thing to do. Yeah. Like when Dionne Warwick wrote that one, somebody's Twitter bio. Oh, yeah, yeah. It'd be like that. That's what I was going for. It's no skin off your ass. Instead, I humiliated myself in front of Dr. (laughs) Forrester and TV's Frank. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, we won't be doing that. Please sit down. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Stop ruining this for everyone else. Now, if that had been a Kevin Smith Q&A, he he would have have answered your question for about 95 minutes. (laughs) And, and then there would have been no time for him to write it. How about I? How about I type out a message with my dick, <laughs> sir? I I didn't ask anything about Jason Mewes giving people head. Why? Why are you? Uh, why are you talking about this? It's how it, it was always so funny to see the number of people in the lines to ask him questions versus how long each question was getting uh, yeah. asked answered for, <laughs> and them this not deterring people a dozen people back. In one of the three lines. Yep. I dropped a photo in our uh, Discord, group Discord. Uh, Oh, yeah, I saw. This is a movie starring Gary Oldman called Guns, Girls, and Gambling, where he plays Elvis. Is anyone familiar with this? Nope. Hang on. Is that Christian Slater as well? (laughs) You know it. This is from Uh, 2012. And Dane Cook. And Dane Cook. Dane? Okay, I definitely didn't know this existed. Who is the lady? I don't know. Is her. that Charlize Theron? It looks like Charlize no, Theron. No, it's well on the poster. It Megan says Park. Matson. Never heard of her. Chris Kattan is in this movie as gay yes. Elvis. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Okay, oh, no. Elvis Chris. impersonators. Chris. Gay Elvis. Chris Kattan. Little person Elvis. Tony Cox. Asian Elvis. Okay. Ugh. Like I feel like I yeah. feel like you would be most in sync with me on this. Yeah. When we were growing up, like mid to late 90s, was there not just an obscene number of movies that featured a shitload of Elvis impersonators? Like, mm. yeah, I feel like it, there were so many things I watched where they like it was like a common thing. And it just made me it was one of those things where uh, people like joke about like I was led to believe quicksand was a much bigger problem than it is. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel about Elvis impersonators like. And I don't know, maybe it was just the stuff I watched, but it, it's like, I feel like there were just millions of them all over I, the place I all the time. I was led to believe Elvis impersonator was a common career path. Yeah. Like, even on shows like Saved by the Bell and like shit like that, for some reason, there were always just like Elvis impersonators being it's, worked well, into the plot. Especially on Saved by the Bell, it's a shorthand for humor. So like, <laughs> right. something they do often on that show, instead of writing a joke, they'll just do a joke shorthand and be like, a uh, nerd, this person is a nerd look at their glasses pocket protector yeah and isn't that like quentin tarantino's first on-screen credit was as an elvis impersonator on golden girls oh yeah that's right right yeah i I haven't seen that have to ask Uh, so anyway my point is by 2012 why were we still making movies that had elvis impersonators it was like a retro blake were we talking about this on risky business were we talking about elvis recently i was talking to someone about uh, oh no, we were talking about Hoot and Holler because we were talking about Branson, how many Elvis impersonators they have. It is. Oh yeah. Uh, when will that phase out? Is my question because the people who remember Elvis as an icon 
Like, what I remember is not Elvis. What I remember is Jesse on Full House yeah. being in Elvis. Or what Adam's talking about. I also remember these ubiquitous yeah. Elvises. The Elvis impersonators. All of this shit. Yeah. But it, I don't listen to Elvis. You know what I mean? Like, pe- there's enough people who still do, obviously. But... I remember it much more as a weird cultural thing yes. than... Like Anchovies. Him as an actual performer. You know, like, to me, yeah. his music has not... Uh, has not like approached the level of like the Beatles or something where it's just, you know, right. the music itself is still, is still lasting. It's just the, the cultural, this weird cultural icon that like John is, Wayne, it's that kind of stuff. <laughs> right, right. And, exactly. And the people who remember it being anyone who is an Elvis fan now young, it's because someone has indoctrinated them into being into Elvis. And that's why I, I don't know if you've seen the preview for Bosman's yes. Elvis. And he's movie. gonna he's gonna <laughs> stop this or he's gonna keep it going. Right. That's what and that's exactly what I was gonna say. Is is he prolonging yes. this Elvis obsession yes, that really just needs to die and die. should have died twenty years ago. I mean, we still are gonna have to endure the doors for another couple decades. <laughs> <laughs> At least get rid of Elvis. Well This was the Elvis cast. <laughs> Elvis was the last segment we had planned today on on Manked. <laughs> yep, I've I've got all the other notes checked off my list. Fewer yeah, Elvis we... impersonators, more Mank impersonators. Let's get those going in Branson. Yep. Yeah, like that should be a thing. We need yeah, little. Uh, we need little person Mank. We need gay Mank. Oh no! Branson's so well. Branson's living legend show should now just be. <laughs> Uh, a big recreation of those uh, Hearst parties where yes. it's just a bunch of celebrities sitting around debating. Each but you other. still have their Taylor Swift there. <laughs> yeah. the I Blues forgot Brothers. that they had a Taylor Swift. I kind of, I kind of feel have like to go. I need to go see her. <laughs> we have to go. Yeah. How have you, how's there not been a hoot and holler pilgrimage or something? No, we, we, we've been planning it uh, a bunch of t- oh, times, man. but have not gone yet. I hope I get to go. She better be good. I bet she's All not. Right. Well, anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, thanks for talking we to, pray? Me, to me about... Should... Ma- uh, I think... Do we do like a prayer to, a prayer to Mank? Do we pray? Yeah, let's all pray together. <laughs> you oh, lead, man. Blake. Blake, have, have we ever talked about how sometimes uh, when I'll meet up with Josh for dinner or something... There's this really awkward moment he and I always share where we almost feel like we need to pray before our meal. <laughs> like, like we have these weird flashbacks to our childhood where we're kind of like, should it, is this a time where we pray now? Do we should do we, we pray? Do we pray over this incredible pizza? <laughs> right. Usually, the times when we've needed to pray probably have been times we've been at Chuck E. Cheese. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. we probably should have prayed. Uh, um, no, I'm not praying. At, praying a mank? You crazy? Yeah, thou shalt have no other gods before me, Josh. <laughs> okay, sorry. That includes yeah. Mank. That includes no Mank. No other gods okay. before Mank. Oh, Sometimes okay. Sometimes I forget. <laughs> well, all right. Thanks for talking to me about Manked for a solid hour and not veering off in, in, into any other tangents. Um, so we will see you. Uh, should we do weekly or twice a week on this I think series? I think it should be daily, honestly. Yeah. We don't have to do an hour every day, but we should at least right. get in a fifteen to twenty minute com- mank combo every day. Yeah, because there's not if we space it out too much, we're not going to get to all the stuff that we. We don't want to lose our mank gains. 
Yeah, and I, again, to listeners, I'm really sorry that the feed uh, is is now this forever. Um, but as I said, I was asked to leave my regular um, podcast uh, for I, I think she, something about uh, being not funny, something about attempting lots of jokes and landing very few. I think was her her reasoning. I think you're batting one thousand on the main cast. <laughs> <laughs> That's always good to hear after a long period of silence. <laughs> I like the re- the reassurances comforting to me. All right. Well, as uh, why don't we say it all together? As as we uh, say, or as we will say every episode as we sign out. Uh, thanks for listening. And no wait, Manx. Manx. Manx for the memories. For the memories. I assume you can edit that all together. Yeah, in post. I'll edit, I'll edit <laughs> it. Edit me out further. further. <laughs>